and shoes It's Jesus in the everyday me and you The Good News and Shoes This is the Good News Station, WCNO, Palm City. The Revealing Truth and Ignite Your World Incorporated thanks Joey's Cafe for their underwriting support of this week's broadcast. Joey's Cafe is a family-owned and operated breakfast, lunch, and dinner experience specializing in affordable home-cooked meals. Joey's Cafe is located at 6650 South Highway 1, St. Lucie Square Plaza, a mile and a half north of Prima Vista Boulevard. Good morning. I'm Pastor Bob Tarvis, your host for the Revealing Truth radio broadcast. I want to invite you to listen in today as Pastor Jason Baumgartner takes us on a journey through God's Word that will reveal truths for our lives. John 8.32 says, And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. Grab a pen and take some notes, and let the Holy Spirit reveal the Father's heart to you. You know, there's a cost to being willing. There's a cost to you. Sometimes there's a cost to your reputation. Sometimes there's a cost to your wallet. Sometimes there's a cost to your time. But you have to be willing if you're going to really realize the dream that's in your life. Acts 26, 12 says this. This is Paul speaking while thus occupied. Somebody say occupied. While thus occupied, as I journeyed to Damascus with authority and commission from the chief priest at midday, O king, along the road I saw a light from heaven brighter than the sun shining around me and those who journeyed with me. And when we had all fallen to the ground, I heard a voice speaking to me and saying in the Hebrew language, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? It is hard for you to kick against the goad. So I said, who are you, Lord? And he said, I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting. But rise and stand to your feet, for I have appeared to you for this purpose, to make you a minister and a witness both of the things which you have seen and of the things which I will reveal to you. I will deliver you from the Jewish people as well from the Gentiles to whom I now send you, to open their eyes in order to turn them from darkness to light and from the power of Satan to God, and that they may receive forgiveness of sins. An inheritance among those who are sanctified by faith in me. Verse 19 says, Therefore, King Agrippa, I was not disobedient to the heavenly vision, but declared first to those in Damascus and in Jerusalem and throughout all the region of Judea, and then to the Gentiles, that they should repent, turn to God, and do works befitting of repentance. For these reasons, the Jews seized me in the temple, and they tried to kill me. Therefore, having obtained help from God, to this day I stand witnessing both the great and small, saying no other things than those which the prophets and Moses said would come, that the Christ would suffer, that he would be the first to rise from the dead, and would proclaim the light to the Jewish people and to the Gentiles. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you for the truth of God's word in us this morning. Lord, I thank you for a dream that's been conceived in the heart of each and every believer in this house this morning. And God, I thank you today, God, that we understand the value of having a willingness to see that dream become realized in our life. I give you praise for that in the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray, God, that the words that I speak be the words of the Holy Ghost, that they penetrate deep in our heart. Lord, that they enter in through our ears and into our mind, into our subconscious and God that we will God have revelation of of a truth that's being revealed in our heart that changes us from the inside out Lord I speak God against any distraction this morning Lord against anything God that would tear anybody away from the truth that you want to deposit in their heart and I thank you for that in the name of Jesus and everybody said amen can I just say this to you today your greatest challenge as a believer is not between who you used to be and what you are today 
Somebody say the past is in the past. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, your past is not your problem. Let me try that again. I said your past is not your problem. The enemy would like to keep you preoccupied with what you've been through and he would like to keep you a victim and keep you victimized by the stuff that you've been living in. And you say, well, it happened to me. Well, of course it happened to you. But how many know it doesn't have to stay with you forever? There's a place called deliverance. There's a place called freedom. There's a place called liberty. God doesn't want any one of his kids caught in a trap in a place in the past. It might have happened, but God who is rich in mercy and God who is rich in grace has forgiven us of our sins and has cleansed us and made us whole and perfected us by the blood of Jesus Christ. We have been sanctified and justified by the cross. That's a reason to shout. It's not something that is happening. It is something that has happened. That's a perspective shift. A lot of believers would do themselves will if they would just change their perspective. God's sanctifying me. God's justifying. No, 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 no. God has justified and sanctified you. Done deal. Congratulate each other. It's a done deal. Amen. We've been sanctified. We've been redeemed from the curse of the law. And Jesus had become the curse for us. So really, to be honest with you this morning, it doesn't really matter what happened in your past. Your past is not your problem. That means you don't have to spend your whole life trying to deny it. I mean, a lot of people walk around going, well, you know, that didn't ever, that ain't really how it really was. You're lying. Why are you denying it? Your past really ain't your problem. Come on, somebody, that's what you used to be. That's what you used to do. But thank God that's not what you are today. You are blood-bought, sanctified, justified, Christian. Mm. Come on, I say, God's touched my life. So listen to me, your past is not really your problem. Because I mean, if your past is still affecting your present, then your past really ain't in your past. Your past is in your present. So your past is not the past at all. It's an issue of your life that you need to deal with. That's why we have Friday night. Go deal with it so it can finally get into your past. Come on, somebody. Some of us, we got people living rent-free up in our head. Well, they said this. That was 23 years ago. Forgive them. My daddy, my mama, my son, my daughter, get over it. It's in your past. It's under the blood. God don't remember it. Why you keep dredging it up? Oh, my God. Pastor, what are you trying to do to me today? I'm trying to help you. Hello, Bob Tarbus again. We will get back to today's message with Pastor Jason in just a moment. But first, I want to take this opportunity to tell you about some exciting ways that you can support the Revealing Truth radio show. As many of you know, there are substantial costs to producing, editing, and airing a broadcast program. So in an effort to offset some of these costs, we are looking for radio partners that have a desire to see this program continue every day at 11.30 a.m. Our goal is to raise the monthly support needed to keep this message on the air. Maybe you can commit to $5 per month, maybe $20, or even $100 per month. You may just want to make a one-time gift for any amount. 
or you may want to have underwriting spots on the program. I ask that you pray and seek the Lord for what you can do. If you hear the call from the Lord to partner with us, please contact Beverly Young at 772-461-8555. Again, please contact Beverly Young at 772-461-8555. Thank you so much for whatever you can do to keep us on the air. And now, let's get back to this timely message with Pastor Jason Baumgartner. So that's in my past. No, because if it's a living memory, it still keeps coming up. You walk through the door, you hear an old song, and your mind goes back to the hurt. You see somebody at Walmart, and you said, and you know you've forgiven them 20 times, and you see them at Walmart, walking through Walmart, and you go, oh, there's that dirty rotten guy. Oh, I can't believe what they did. You ain't forgiving nobody. You're lying to yourself. Come on, somebody. Hmm? When that stuff starts to come to the surface in our spirit, and it begins to manifest in our life, it's not really in our past. It's in our present, and it's keeping us from our future. Hmm? Hmm. I mean, that's when you know it's time to have an eviction service. You know what that is? An eviction service. You get you some of this nice anointing oil from Judea. Smells like frankincense and myrrh, or whatever that smells like. Hmm? You rub some of that on your head, and you just go to evicting. In the name of Jesus! I speak over my mind that it's made whole. I declare that I've forgiven. I declare that I love Jesus and I love people. Even when they spite me, I love them. That's how you evict things out of your head. And then when that thought comes back, you go, oh, no, you don't. Hmm? Come on, somebody. Hmm. So why are you telling me all that? Because the guy we're talking about really had a terrible past. I mean, Paul had a past. I mean, Paul had a dream. You know, when Paul was Saul, he started out his life with a dream for the future. He started out his life with a hope for the future. He had an idea of what he wanted to accomplish in life and what he wanted to be in life. And his footsteps began to become ordered for his destiny. And he began to go to schools and, and learn theology and learn philosophy until he worked himself up in the rank to become a Pharisee of Pharisees. He was living the dream. Or so he thought. I mean, God's dream and his dream weren't exactly on the same page. I mean, there's nobody in Scripture with a more notorious past than Paul. Paul was a murderer. In fact, when he got shipwrecked and bit by a snake and, and all the people saw him get bit by the snake, they said, oh, you must, be, you must be a murderer. And he flung it off in the fire and then they thought it was God. It wasn't the fact that he wasn't a murderer. He was a murderer. He murdered many, 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 many Christians. Burned them, stoned them, drug their bodies off and left them in a ditch. Paul, the man who penned 13 books of the New Testament. Come on, are you hearing me this morning? He'd murdered just about more people than anybody else in the body. And he'd done it under the authority of the high priest to hunt down these wicked Christians, these followers of the way, and end this brutal sect against God. He was mission-focused. Paul had even gone into synagogues and killed people while they were in the middle of praying and standing at the altar. Can you imagine as you come down to Truth Church and you're praying on Sunday morning and somebody from the religious order walks in and snatches you by your neck and takes you outside and kills you? That was Paul. 
Hmm? I'm sure when he was 12 years old, that wasn't part of his dream. I mean, things change through our lives and our, our, our dreams get shaped and, and turned by the morals and, and by society and by the environment and by the culture that we live in. Till one day you wake up and you realize that the dream that you had and the dream that you're living isn't entirely the same dream that you started with. Come on, I ain't got no help in here this morning. Somebody praise the Lord. Hmm? Paul held the coats of those who stoned Stephen to death, the first Christian martyr in the book of Acts. He claimed he was doing it for God. I mean, realize Paul had a terrible past. He was, he had, he, he was a murderer. He, he, he hunted people down. But you know what? He got to a place where he realized that I was one, but I ain't one now. Hmm? I was that, but I ain't that. I used to be that, but I ain't that today. I used to do that, but I don't do that today. I've been washed by the blood of Jesus. And the dream that I thought I had ain't the same dream anymore. God put a dream in me. And what I was trying to do to attain that dream wasn't getting me there. So I had an encounter with God. And it took my willingness. Come on, somebody. Say willingness. It took my willingness to let God reshape my dream. So you have to be willing. A lot of us, we got an idea of a dream in our head, a hope for a future. But we're unwilling to let God really shape it into what He wants. And we end up living with all this unrealized potential on the inside of us, and we never realize our true dream. Hmm? So watch this. If my past is not my problem, then what is it that keeps me from fulfilling my dream? What is it that holds me back? Well, can I just tell you? It's my willingness. It's my willingness to boldly, courageously, and intentionally embrace my future by faith. You have to be willing. You have to be intentional. Say, I won't let anything stand in the way. I mean, the future is really unknown. I mean, unless your name is Nostradamus, come on. The future is really unknown, right? Pastor, what are you talking about? I'm asking you to embrace things in your life that have no guarantees. See, most of the time, we're, all, we're willing to embrace something. We just want the guarantee. I want it to be for sure. Then I'll do it. I want the contract filled out in triplicate on 50 different pages before I say yes. We want the guarantee, amen? What do you mean, Pastor? You're asking me to embrace something that I can't control the outcome of? Yes. I'm asking you to embrace something that you can't control the outcome of. Because that's what God's asking you to do. See, we're all really deep down inside, and I'm not trying to insult anybody this morning, but it's part of our human nature and part of our human flesh to try to control our own destinies. The biggest battle that we have in our life, the battle over our faith, is really a battle over who's controlling our destiny. You or Him. Who's really running your life? You or Jesus. Come on, somebody help me, amen? What I'm really asking you to do is, I'm asking you to join the company of men and women that make up the people of the Bible. 
People that wouldn't take no for an answer. People that wouldn't stop at every obstacle that presented itself. People that took a step of faith in the midst of insurmountable odds and said, I do not care. I will trust the Lord my God and I will go where he tells me to go and I will say what he tells me to say and I will do what he tells me to do. I'm asking you to be those kind of people. Can I just clue you in on something this morning? If you never become that kind of a person, you will never live the dream. Because that's what kind of person it takes to really live the dream. People that settle never live the dream. They just settle. Come on, somebody. Oh, Jesus. Somebody say, oh, Jesus. People that walked away from comfort. People that walked away from palaces. People that walked away from jobs and careers and said, God, whatever it takes. Mm. I'm asking you to live by faith. I'm asking you to live by the call of God on your life. I'm asking you to embrace the unknown and be willing to really let God shape your dream. Are you willing this morning? Are you really willing? I know a lot of times we're willing at Sunday at 10 o'clock, but Monday at noon, not so much. Hmm? How many recognize my future is always in my present? Let's say that together. My future is always in my present. In other words, what I choose today determines what I become tomorrow. Let me try that again for those of y'all that didn't catch it. What I choose today determines my tomorrow. Nobody, listen, nobody chose to be suicidal. Nobody chose to be living on the street homeless. Nobody chose not to have income. Nobody, listen, these decisions that people end up in their lives, these, these things that manifest in people's lives, people don't on purpose say, well, I think I'm just going to go out there and use drugs and just smoke a crack pipe till I die at 19 years old. People don't decide to do that. What happens? Their present day's realities create their future. That's why we say people spiral out of control. And it starts when we start to settle. We give up on the dream. Come on, somebody help me. Amen. Am I being too hard on you this morning? Jesus, help us. Amen. I mean, if Moses never turned to listen to a burning bush, he'd never got the instructions to deliver a nation. He had to stop and listen. God didn't speak to him and tell him what to do until he actually turned to see what was going on with the bush. Hmm? And it's true, ain't it? I mean, we get in church sometimes and we all celebrate the goodness of God. God, you're so good to me. God, you're awesome. We just love you, Jesus. We praise you, God. We celebrate the goodness of God. Where God's been awesome to us. But how many know it's imperative that we embrace the purpose of God? We have to embrace the purpose of God. Otherwise, we just keep coming two or three times a month at church and hear a sermon and go home and go, that makes sense. But we never embrace our purpose. Hmm. Whew, Jesus. Lord, you've been good. Lord, you've been so good. Three years later, God, you're so good. You're so good to me. God, you've been good. Well, what have you done with this goodness? Hmm? Well, I've been celebrating the goodness of God. 
Well, why don't you step out in faith? Huh? I mean, celebrate the goodness of God, but go ahead and step out in faith. Dare to dream the dream. Dare to live the dream. Dare to see your desires become manifested. Otherwise, you just celebrate the goodness of God and you never allow God to change your course. You're just kind of happy-go-lucky. God's so good. Yay, God. Yay, God. Talk to anybody about Jesus? No, but yay, God. Hmm? Just walk around going, yay, God, yay, God, yay, God, yay, God. Do something. Do something. Live the life of faith. Get your name down with those people in the Bible that gave it all so that you could have it all. Oh, Jesus, help me live the dream. Somebody say, i got to be willing. I've come to talk to somebody this morning that's ready for a divine encounter in 2012. If you're not ready for a divine encounter in 2012, that's okay. It's okay. You can be right there in 2013 too. But if you're ready for a divine encounter in 2012, this word is for you this morning. Otherwise, let it pass you by and we'll see you Wednesday night for Bible study. But I'm ready for a divine encounter in 2012. I'm ready for a divine encounter in 2012. Amen? He said, while thus occupied. While thus occupied. I mean, that's the story of our life. We're all occupied, ain't we? Busy, 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 busy. I think I shared this with you before. My grandma, she died uh, back in 2002. Man, when you go to her house, she got up early in the morning before the sun come up. She was cooking breakfast, cleaning the house, got breakfast ready for my papa, got him off of work, dressed the kids, got them ready. Then she went outside, fed the chickens, took care of the garden, worked out in the garden, pulling weeds, getting it ready. Then she'd go inside, she'd start canning stuff, and she's putting stuff on the shelf. Then she'd clean the house, then my papa come home. Then she'd cook dinner and have everything done, have the house clean. And then before it got dark, she'd be able to sit out on the front porch with him and have a cup of coffee. And I thought, you know, today, here we are. We've got microwave ovens. We've got uh, drive-through windows. We've got Walmart. We've got cell phones. Oh, my God, how did we live without a cell phone and a text message? How did we ever have life without texting? You know? And we got dishwashers. And you don't even have to go down to the store to get ice. You've got a refrigerator in your house that makes ice. You know? And we are more busier than she ever was. We're so occupied with our lives, amen? We've got all the conveniences of life, and we're so busy. We're occupied. He said, while thus occupied. In other words, when I was focused on what I was doing, when I was on my way, when I was busy living life, when I was in the middle of, of trying to understand my dream and embrace my dream, while I was on my journey, I had an encounter. God supernaturally and suddenly began to reshape my dream to his will. See, the problem is, is that we don't have any lack of dreamers in the house. The problem is, is that we have a, a, a people throughout the, Christ, throughout the Christian church in this country that all have dreams, but they're not willing to let God shape their dream. My dream. Do it my way. You start singing the song, I have to do it my way. God loves me no matter what. I'm doing it my way. No, 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 no. It's His way. You need to let Him rewrite the lyrics of your life.
Thank you for joining us today for the Revealing Truth with Pastor Jason Baumgartner. We hope you will tune in again each day, Monday through Friday at 11.30 a.m., right here on WCNO 89.9 FM. To obtain your copy of this week's message, please send your check for $5 for shipping and handling to 3891 Edwards Road, Fort Pierce, Florida, 34981, and ask for your free copy of The Love of the Father. To pay by phone or simply make a love gift, you can call 772-461-8555. That number again is 772-461-8555. For more exciting information on our church, service times, and directions, you can check us out on the web at igniteyourworld.com. This has been The Revealing Truth with Pastor Jason Baumgartner, and I'm your host, Bob Tarvis. See you next time on The Revealing Truth. Golden Rule Academy K-12 Private Christian School. As parents, you want to make the best choice to empower your child to succeed. At Golden Rule Academy, we have the same goal. Let us help you educate and inspire your children to dream big. We offer accelerated curriculum, reasonable class sizes, caring and involved instructors, as well as art, music, physical ed, tutoring, and extracurricular music lessons, and of course, sports programs, including high school football. Our mission is to build confidence and to teach a love for learning. Golden Rule Academy is now enrolling for the 2012-2013 school year. Space is limited and scholarships are available for qualifying students. You can reach our office at 772-464-1597. That number again is 772-464-1597. Women's Fellowship meets the first Saturday of every month for a wonderful time of fellowship, prayer, worship, and sharing. This interdenominational meeting is attended by ladies representing 30 different churches. Come join us for a wonderful breakfast every first Saturday of the month at 9 a.m. in the Truth Church Cafe located at 3891 Edwards Road, Fort Pierce, Florida, 34981. Again, located at 3891 Edwards Road, Fort Pierce, Florida, 34981. Please call ahead and RSVP at 772-464-7012. And that number again is 772-464-7012. Ignite Your World Ministries, Truth Church, and all its affiliate ministries thanks Destiny Network and Bishop Tony Miller. Destiny Network International exists to serve pastors, local churches, and ministry leaders that make up Destiny Network International. For more information on joining the Destiny Network, go to www.destinynetwork.org. Hello, I'm Joyce Meyer, inviting you to join me right here on Enjoying Everyday Life, where I give you easy and practical ways to live a life you truly love.
Joyce Meyer is heard at 7.30 a.m. Monday through Friday here on WCNO.